Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Midweek War! I, of course, am Mad Mike, y'all know me, and with me to talk Lucha Underground is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. That's Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? We are one week away from the biggest event of wrestling that I can think of, and I am very excited, Mike. Fuck, man. I <laughs> Fuck. I'm so excited, Damon. I'm very <laughs> so excited. excited. All right. Uh, fuck. Let's just get right into it. Damon, ¿cuál es tu una palabra esta semana para Lucha Underground? Oh, God. Uh, my one word for Lucha Underground this week would be... Um, God. Oh, God. There's so much that happened. Um. <laughs> I'll say Dario. Dario is my word. Okay. All right. Uh, Dario is always a good word. Um, I'm going to say rivalries. Yeah. Because holy shit, there was a lot of good stuff this week. Um, all right. So, Eamon, I know there's a lot to break down this week, but let's start it off. Uh, Qualis du Bueno. Um, I go for this week. Uh, this, this had a lot. I'm, all three of these matches this week were really, really amazing, I felt. Um, but uh, my good this week is actually the match between uh, Prince Puma and El Dragon Azteca. Fuck. That was, was so, so freaking good. It was so good. And, and not only – the action was, of course, amazing because those two guys are phenomenal uh, in ring. But they told such an amazing story as well, I felt. It was a great, like, added wrinkle to the whole Puma Mysterio match coming up at Ultimate Lucha. Um, I loved, I, I just loved everything about it. I thought it was so, so fun. I think Ray being ringside added a lot to the match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Ray, Ray knows the story that he wants to tell with Puma, and he's able to help drive that narrative in how he observes that match because he knows the camera's on him the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just a, it's a super cool dynamic because it really also kind of showcased how similar the characters of Puma and El Dragon Azteca are. Uh, you know, Rey Mysterio was a lot like Conan was in season one. You know, in that sense of being his mentor and and sort of guiding him through things. I thought they did a great job of, of telling that story of Dragon Azteca being the the student to Rey Mysterio's teacher and uh, being in some way with the uh, with the rep. Um, the resume and the and the notoriety of Prince Puma, you know, I thought they were phenomenal with it. I love the finish was amazing to me also because I I I love the fact that Puma executes a, a, a four fifty splash and then immediately is on his feet in like one quick motion. Like <laughs> I love that. There's something that's so amazing about that and so unique. I I, I thought it was amazing. Yeah, I mean it like. The open, like I knew that match was gonna be good, but that opening sequence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That blew me the fuck away. I was like, I'm like, okay, that's how they're starting the match. <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be so much damn fun. 
Um, uh, yeah, but it just really great match. Puma and Mysterio, I don't think will be as high flying as this one was because I mean, you know, let's face it, Ray's a little bit older, but it's still gonna be a fucking fun match. Definitely. If anything, it'll have a great story attached to it. Oh, totally, totally. I really think so. All right. Uh, so me bueno this week. It, uh, I I gotta give it to Dario. Dario was really great this episode. <laughs> Dario was on fire. Like Dario was his own hype man for Ultima Lucha. Dario laughing at his own pun that he made for a match <laughs> is my favorite thing. And and. I, you know what I really liked in the backstage segment with uh, Ty and Ivelisse? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't say the word bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I approve of that. I approve of that. I thought that was amazing. Like, it's okay for Ty to call herself a bitch or for Ivelisse to call herself a bitch, but he was like, baddest woman. <laughs> yeah. It was really fun. I, I, I think Dario really, like we mentioned many times before, he's such an aid to lose on the ground and, and the you know, without him, it wouldn't be the same. Like, I, I, I he really just doesn't. Oh, he, he's the way. Of, he's the way of the show. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, the weeks when he's not on, I enjoy it slightly less because he's such a presence. Yeah. In that show. Like, I mean, he started Lucha Underground. That's his temple. When he's not on the show, it suffers. Yeah, I think so. I, I really, really enjoyed him this week. Yeah, uh, he he was really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And the um, while while we're on the topic of Dario, the unique opportunity tournament. Yes, I don't know what this could be. <laughs> I don't care because I'm excited, and it's got four guys who can fucking go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am very, very excited for what that could mean because I have no clue. I think it's gotta be Sign of Havoc's to take, though, right? Well, possibly. I mean, I th- I could see. To me, it's either him or Cage. Like him and Cage are kind of the ones that that stick out. Okay. But, you know, but it could be any of the four, really. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to Dario saying my innocent baby brother when he was talking to Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my innocent flesh-eating murderous baby brother. And I loved just the ending of the of him making the tournament and then just being like, now attack each other. <laughs> and everyone just beat each other up. And everyone was like, all right, shit. <laughs> what else are we going to do? It was so good. So, so good. Uh, just, just, Dario just... And plus, we're going to get a fucking death match, Eamon. Yep. I haven't Jesus. had that since last season. Was Yeah, it was last season with him and Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was... Fucking insane. So yeah, I can only imagine this one's gonna be even worse. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, but not every show is perfect. We all know this. Um, sometimes Lucha comes really close. But <laughs> but uh, Eamon, did you have a mellow for this week? This is pretty much a close to perfect show. I did. I I was able to come up with a bad, it was just a slight bad, um, in the opener between Cuerno and Milmorfes. Uh, I thought the ref bump was a little weird. Not the way, not the fact that they had a ref bump, but the way they did it. Why, uh, like, why was he that far outside the ring? Ref, yeah, why was he in the ring? And, and and I think Striker pointed out that he was counting him out outside of the ring, and I was like, that's not what referees do. Yeah. Uh, I think there was they they could have just done a different way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other than that, I really, I I, I love that match still. Like I thought it was still great, but yeah, it just kind of stuck out for me. Yeah, I had two slight mallows. Uh, these are. 
very nitpicky. Very, mm. very nitpicky. Um, one was Mills' mask. Mm. He wasn't wearing like the taxidermied mask from when we saw him come back. I guess we can assume that he got a new one made. Yeah, I. He, but you know the thing of Mill Muerte is like even Bobby when he was catching up on like he has black pants and he kept yeah. black pants. I thought he was <laughs> gonna keep like the like the mankind mutilated mask. I mean, one well, fantasy he involved. I mean, we he only got the black pants when he evolved the first time. Yeah. So I guess the second evolving of of Mill Muerte, I could see that. I I love signing off that. I love the visual of him with like the bright red eyes. Like those, mm-hmm. I think they're amazing. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looked like he maybe had, like, some taxidermy on the side of his mask. I'm not sure if that's, like, the upgraded powers. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the whole deal. I, I just kind of like the the physical look of that last mask where he had it, like, mm-hmm. taped. Like, but, again, yeah. Yeah, again, super nitpicky. Super nitpicky. <laughs> this was a great show. Um, My other nit I have to pick, the name for the Wild Stallions. Oh, because well, because you really wanted them to be the Wild Stallions. No, uh, well, I knew they weren't going to be the Wild Stallions. I obviously knew that, but the Worldwide Underground. Really, I can see it. Uh, One of them's from South Africa. Uh, One's from, you know, California. I don't know where the fuck Jack Evans is from. Jack Evans. Jack is from, Evans is probably from California. Jack Evans is from like another planet. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, that's fair. But I, I don't know. Just something about the name throws me off. I don't know. It's probably it's. It's probably because I've been calling them the Lucha Wild Stallions. Yeah. Probably. But how about the dudes with attitude? Like <laughs> just well, they may I, get I a, feel like I feel like they're I don't know how those I don't know how those things work, but I don't think they want like a season desist. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just something about the name. It it doesn't the, like if you just tell me that there's a new stable called the Worldwide Underground, that doesn't sound as cool as they deserve their name to be. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, I had an issue with American Alpha when that first happened. And now <laughs> I own their fucking shirt, and I'm probably going to wear it on the 4th of July. So what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, but again, very, very minor stuff. Lucha was really good this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Eamon, do you have a combio this week? Uh, I do. And and uh, this is just based off of this episode. Um, obviously, since this is the last week before Ultima Lucha, um, I, I really would have liked something involving Pentagon and Matanza. I okay. feel like that was kind of missing. And I feel like we hadn't had anything really since Pentagon won the number one contendership. Um, well, I'm, you have to remember. There, and, there's and two more weeks. Exactly, yeah. So I'm, I'm taking that into account. Uh, I, I just noted that I would have, I want something more with just another segment or something with Pentagon and Matanta. And yeah, like you mentioned, we may get that in two weeks. But Because yeah. I have a feeling that the Black Lotus Dragon Azteca match is somehow going to play into that Pentagon Matanza match. Possibly. Possibly. I, I have a feel it's got it's almost I'm surprised they haven't added a stipulation to it. To Yeah, that's a bit off putting because I was not well, the Ceremiado match. Yeah, that's well because I was immediately thinking like they, that's the way to do it is to do it in a Sarah match. But um, yeah, like again, going back to that point though, maybe they will add it, you know, in a week or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they absolutely could. Like you could have, fuck, you could have anything happen. It's little, it's little under. Yeah. Say. Um, and but my combio, nothing with um Lucha Undercover. 
That's true. Because that's something like they don't even have a match at Ultima. They don't. Yet. That's a good point. Yeah, they don't have a match at Ultima Lucha. So. Yeah, and I was expecting to see one, like because I mean you had Son of Havoc, you had the Mac, you have Cage, and you had uh, Tejano. None of them are really doing anything at Ultima Lucha, so I was kind of expecting maybe you see a Joey Ryan in there, or you know, or or um, Cisco or Cortez, like one of them. But neither of them were it. So I'm just. I'm thinking that may- I, I love that storyline so much, and I but, want something to happen at Ultima. I'm sure it will. My thinking, my thinking is that they something will happen with them at Ultima Lucha, but it will be some kind of backstage something. You know yeah, what I mean? See, I, I'm thinking that like at the end of Ultima Lucha one, we had Dario like leaving the temple. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to be on the run from the cops. That could be. Yeah, I have a I have a strong inclination that that might. I'm be so, where we're going. I'm so excited to see how this thing ends. Because oh last know. year's ending was so amazing. So I'm, I'm... <laughs> last year's ending turned to fucking wacky racist. So it was yeah. the best. <laughs> it was the goddamn best. I have a feeling that the end of this season of Lucha Underground, we will have another break by break. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we'll just have to dissect the whole fucking thing and probably do an entire forty five minute podcast on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So, was there anything that we kind of didn't touch on? I think we pretty much. Uh, we kind of covered most of everything. Yeah, Mundo and Phoenix was also really good. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I, I was shocked when they said there was a fir- that was a first time matchup. A first time think, singles. First yeah, time. Yeah, singles. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And then I think back about it, and I'm like, oh wow, yeah, this is their first singles match. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to remember, like Phoenix was pretty preoccupied in season one with like the titles and like yeah and uh, Mill and everything. But that that would be really cool if Phoenix is the first triple crown lucha champion. That oh yeah, that's a good point. If yeah, it, that, that's if he wins, he'll be the first one. Yeah, Striker brought it up when they were talking about the trio style match. Which by the way, I'm so excited that that's the trio style match. <laughs> well, so excited for it. I was gonna say before we give our ranking, do you want to maybe run a, run down the card and give some predictions? Obviously, oh have, fuck yeah! Oh, obviously we have a three week you know show. Say, we, but... we can't bring it up on Wikipedia because I'll just. <laughs> oh no, I, I've got I've got them listed. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, right. I was. <laughs> you can't. Phew! We've said it before. Don't look at it. Don't Wikipedia Lucha Underground. Do not do it. It'll make you very upset. Wikipedia, I fucking hate you for that. <laughs> Because I want to know all of the things. Jesus. But, um, yeah, so let's go through this. Okay, so yeah. the first one I have down is the uh, uh, L Dragon is second junior against the debuting Black Lotus. Um, this one, I have no idea where we're going to actually. <laughs> I was going to say, you start off with one of the fucking hardest ones to call, eh? Yeah, I, I get, I'm going to say Black Lotus. Something tells me Black Lotus. Okay. Just from the, from the larger story. Um, I, this is going to be a very interesting match because they're very different wrestlers, at least from what it seems. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested to see that. But I'll, part of part of me is inkling to say Black Lotus. All right, I'm. I understand what you're saying about Black Lotus. I have a feeling there's a larger thing involved, and I'm also going to say Black Lotus, but I think it's going to be very. I think there's gonna be something shady circumstances. There's gonna be something about yeah, yeah. There, there's gonna be something not right happening with this match. Yeah, and I, I think yeah, I hell, I could even see a double countout or something like that. Like I, I could see something just fuck nuts happening in this match, and I don't know what it is. Maybe them 
you know, realizing that Dario is trying to fuck with them and aligning or something. Yeah, like I could see Dario even coming out and trying and like like maybe trying to, try to take agency on stuff. each other. Yeah, and I could see them both turning on Dario. Like I could see a whole bunch of shit happening. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'll say Black Lotus just because it's her debut. Okay. Uh, next, we've got the four a unique opportunity tournament uh, with the uh, with Cage Tejano, the Mac, and Son of Havoc. Um, I, I think this will be interesting because I, I have no idea how this will be done, but I think it'll. I want to say it will span at least two weeks. I mean, I, cause it, I, I cause they, call, that, yeah. they called it a tournament. They didn't say it was like a four way. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think it'll. It be, could be a four way elimination. It could be, yeah. Because I mean uh, that's tournament esque. Right. True. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm gonna go with what you kind of mentioned before. I think Son of Havoc does kind of stick out. As like somebody, just because he has a lot more emotional, you know, he's got like a lot more um, kind of storyline to which Dario's unique opportunity can, I think, can kind of play with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and what do you think the unique opportunity is? God, if I know. Do you even want to hazard a guess with it? Oh, gee. Well, because the last big like unique opportunity was the Drago one where uh, he either won the, he would either win the title or be banished from the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't know. Um, I literally, you don't, that's the best part. You literally don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's so, I, I can't even fathom, you know, what, what it could be. All right. Um, I, I want to say Son of Havoc, but I, want, I don't want to have us keep agreeing on everything. But, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Mac. The Mac could be good as well. Because the Mac hasn't really had like a solid storyline, and I feel like that when Angelico is rested, which I'm I'm hoping he is for Season 3. Assuming that, yeah. Yeah, that he, Son of Havoc, and Evil East are going to go back after the trio styles. So I'll say the Mac, and I'm going to say that the unique opportunity is you get to run the temple for a night. Oh, that could be interesting. I, I because he's Dario's saying that it's the biggest opportunity he's ever offered, and what's more than a title match, being able to book the whole show. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that, that that's my guess. That's my guess on that. I find it weird that it's like a tournament of four um, faces, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Tejano can kind of fluctuate, but yeah, and pretty Cage much can kind of fluctuate, but yeah. Yeah, but he, he's been he's been, now, favorite he's, all season. Yeah, yeah. he's been a fan favorite all season. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so that's that's what I think running the turn running the temple for a night would be really cool. That could be fun, yeah. Yeah. Uh so the next match, uh it's uh the, the title on this was the perfect woman versus the baddest bitch, Taya versus Ibelis. Um, this will be really fun, I think. Um I'm inkling to say um uh, you know what? Something tells me Taya. I think they've done a really good job of kind of elevating Taya this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Ivelisse can take a loss here and she'll be fine. Um, but yeah. God damn it. I was going to say Taya too. Well, okay. <laughs> it's okay if we agree. It's yeah, okay. no, I know. Uh, yeah, my, my rationale for picking Taya is because when we had the Sexy Star Mariposa match, Sexy Star went over. So I think having the Ivelisse Taya match, and also, like I said, Ivelisse. When Angelica's back, she has some scores to sell. She even said to Katrina that 
don't they, think they, I haven't forgotten about you. Like, that's a good point. Yeah. Because I mean, fuck, we could even have Katrina cause the loss, mm, which would be idea. awesome. Because I mean, Katrina is a wrestler. Yeah. Let's not get it twisted. The the woman behind Katrina can wrestle. Maxine's not bad. <laughs> yeah. No, she's not bad at all. And I would love to see her make an in ring debut in season three, and especially against Eva Lee. So yeah, I'm gonna go Taya too. Okay. Uh, the next one I have is the death match between Mil Martez and Team Cuerno. Um, I want to actually, you know, you you guess first because I've been guessing before you. And, um. And... Well, you know they say death takes a holiday, but he won't in this case. It's gonna be Mil Goddamn Martez. I have a feeling it's gonna be Mil too. I I really hope it could be Cuerno. Like, because I really love King Cuerno, and I think he's very much one of the more like underrated to stars of Lucha Underground. Um, yeah, I, I, it could go either way. I do kind of lean it to being Mill, and if King Cuerno does win, that's a big win. Yeah, if King Cuerno wins, that shoots him right up into title contention. Yeah, but I, I think the fact that he got a win over Mill, like clean ish, Mm -hmm. like. Not many people have pinned Mill at all. That's still big, yeah. Yeah, that's still a huge deal. So I, I think I think he got his win and Mill's gonna get it back and then they can meet somewhere else down the line. But yeah, I, I think Mill's got it. Okay. Uh the next match we've got the Prince versus El Ray. It's Prince Puma versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Uh all right. This literally could go either way, I think. I my head says Puma, but my heart says Ray. I'm gonna go with my heart, and I'm gonna say Ray barely ekes out a win, and it leads to a Puma heel turn. Possibly, like like they do the Shawn Michaels Chris Jericho thing where they shake hands and then Puma like just dick kicks him. Yeah, cause, because because that, that's 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 been the story. Puma's getting frustrated, like because I think like other than like the the trios title stuff, like. Mysterio hasn't necessarily gotten a lot of big wins, mm-hmm. you know, because he lost the, his first match with you know the Aztec Warfare, and and you know other than that, other than trios matches, he hasn't really wrestled. Other than like this will be his first real like singles match. Yeah. Um. So, I I yeah, my heart says Mysterio, my head says Puma. I'm gonna go with Puma though. I think he has. I just like the. I think you mentioned it last week. The idea of him going from the prince to the king, I think, mm-hmm. is a really cool story to do. And I, I, I and I agree, he would be really great. But I don't want Prince Puma to be healed because I like him so much, and he's so cool. But you know what? See, the thing is, you don't have to beat Ray to be the king. You That's just true. have to be the last one standing. Okay. And and Ray can eke out a win, and then Puma can just beat the fuck out of it. Yeah. Like, and, and I think. Because honestly, I love Puma, and the fact that he's talking now is a great step. Yeah. But his character has been very one note, mm. and I think him, like, like taking the the crown of El Rey, and then he can be a heel next season. He can call himself Ray, like King Puma, mm. and then you get like Ray, like on the comeback trail, like, and then that's where. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I think that could be a really good story. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, okay, so next we have uh, we're getting to the title matches now. The Gifts of the Gods Championship, uh, Sexy Star, Daga, Sinestro de la Muerte, Mario the Moth Martinez, 
Mariposa, Killshot, and the debuting Nightclaw. Um, for me, the one name that immediately sticks out is Sexy Star. Okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard rumors that Nightclaw is someone we already know. I, I heard I don't I don't think those are necessarily true. I I think I know who you're talking about, but yeah, I don't think it's Oh I don't I don't know who it is. I've just heard oh, yeah. rumors that I've just heard rumors that it's it's not what it appears to be. Okay. And my hope is that he's Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> oh, okay. That's what I'm hoping because I think that would be amazing. Okay. Like the like the whole black scorpion gimmick, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that would be the lucha version of the Black Scorpion gimmick. I think that would be fun as hell. I would say it's either for me, it's either him or Sexy Star. Okay. Because I the others I like. There are other people in this that I like, but there's not other other than those two. Like nothing. Neither of them kind of stick out to me as like gifts of the gods ready. You know, I'm gonna be because as much as I I like the Nightclaw thing. I already have uh, Black Lotus winning her debut, so I don't think Nightclaw's winning his debut. Okay. Um, are we picking two, or are we just picking one? You can pick one, uh, either either one or two. I'm going to I'm gonna go with either Marty or my dark horse pick, Sinestro. Okay. Because I could see Sinestro as someone they want to put over. Yeah, because of how violently he was created off-screen, like he hasn't really done much since then, and that's almost kind of a perfect catapult to the gift of the gods. Yeah, I could do that. Alrighty. Okay, so next we have the uh, trios championships: uh, uh, Worldwide Underground, Johnny Mundo, Jack Evans, and Adair Wolf, PJ Black, against Phoenix Drago and Aerostar. Um. I'm going to lead it. I, I think the Technico team takes it. I think we have new champions. You know, I I want to say that, but that trio's championship has hopped around a lot. That's true. And I think it makes almost more sense if, um, if the Wild Stallions keep it. Mm-hmm. Because the way I see it, we we seem to think a lot of faces are going to win and that's generally not how this runs so i'm good i'm going to go with mundo Black, i don't think and, uh, i think there was like one face that won last year yeah like i think no. phoenix won and like that was uh, technically like pentagon but like yeah. that was kind of in between but like yeah uh, i could see i don't know something about the team of phoenix struggle and aerostar really sells me as being like if not here I think they will eventually be the trios champions because mm-hmm. I, I just love how Matt Stryker really sell them as like the uh, Lucha Underground super friends. Super friends, yeah. They're because it's true, and they're very like they're essential to Lucha Underground because they are, you know, they're Lucha. They are Lucha through and through. So I think, right. yeah, if if not here, then eventually I think they will be trios champions. But I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Phoenix, Rongo, and Aerostar. Okay, all right. Um, and now we got the main event, the Lucha Underground Championship. Uh, the Monster Matanza Cueto versus Pentagon Jr. Uh, now, I don't know about you. Uh-huh. Something about this doesn't seem as obvious as I think it is. And part of me, say, part of me says Matanza retains. 
Really? There's something I don't know why, but there's something that makes me believe that Matanza retains. Do you think it has something to do with the mysterious stranger in the limo? Possibly. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't think this is where Matanza's story ends. Hmm. Okay. All right. Um I, I'm with you. I don't see it this is where Matanza's story ends, but I don't think his story necessarily needs the title after this. That's true. So I'm gonna go Seto Miedo. I mean, it's kind of sacrilegious for that because I love Pentagon Jr. Mm-hmm. And him winning this would be a huge moment. Like, uh, I don't know. It's just something that's making me think that. Oh, no, I don't blame you. Stop. And especially the fact they haven't had a stipulation in this. It's not right. like something seems fruity in the loops. I, I'm with you on that. Especially how this season's gone. Like, mm-hmm. this season, I think some of the stuff last season was kind of more clear cut. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. And, and this season, it's like, well, what are they going to do? Because you have a lot more storyline-based stuff this season, like like the whole Black Lotus, Eldra and Azteca stuff, and then, you know, the stuff here with Matanza. And so where, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And all the Lucha Underground, the Lucha Undercover stuff. Yeah. Like, like, and that still plays into all of this. And we like, have all, no that mis- idea how. all that mysterious stuff in season one, when it came to Ultima Lucha, that all happened backstage. Now this is coming into the ring. Mm-hmm. And I mean, could you imagine if like Joey Ryan and Cortez show up in the ring and arrest Matanza? Arrest Matanza? Yeah, exactly. Like, like Dario could throw his brother under the bus. Yeah. Could you imagine that? That'd be amazing. Like, and Pentagon's all confused, and oh, that would be. Re- and and the story of season three would then be Matanza trying to get back to Dario. Or that someone, would be really or fun. someone trying to break Matanza out of prison. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, damn it. There's just so ways, so many ways you can go about this. And yeah, until I want to see if they add like a stipulation or something along those lines. Because if they make it a Sarabiano match, I think there's more chance of Pentagon taking it because yeah. it really sells that story of him needs to go to a darker place to beat Matanza. And there's one thing we haven't even mentioned. Vampiro. Yeah, Vampiro is a huge wild card in this. Mm-hmm. Huge wild card because you're gonna have Pentagon's master sitting ringside the entire match. Yeah, and especially if this turns into a zero fear match, who the fuck knows what could happen? Yeah, I'm predicting upwards of three light tubes. <laughs> of, of three, Jesus. Upwards of three. Okay, um, <laughs> but only, yeah, only because Matanza wears a mask, so it probably wouldn't hurt as much. <laughs> well, yeah, um, but no, I, I still very excited for this whole card. Like, this mm-hmm. is extremely solid. Like, yeah, it's gonna be really great. I'm very excited. And uh, Eamon, you know what else is gonna be really great? What's that? Before the last night of Ultima Lucha Dos. Yes, indeed. On this very show, we're gonna have co-executive producer El Hijo del Cueto himself, Krista Joseph. It'll be very cool to talk to him about the season and everything that's been happening. And so. it will be very frustrating because we will want to ask him so many questions and we will not know all the answers yet. Yep. <laughs> but it's going to be goddamn great. I'm very excited. Yeah. So look forward to that. Uh, quick to our rankings. Number one, this was an awesome episode with John Ground. Yeah. Uh, numero uno, definitely for me. Uh, actually, NXT was pretty close this week. It was good. NXT think- was really good this week too. I think this was my favorite all-around episode of Lucha. Yeah. Like, from yeah. top to bottom. Like, in a while, anyway. At least in, in the season. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I feel like because. Every match was really fucking great. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think the episode with the nunchuck match is still my my favorite because it had an nunchuck match. Yeah. Oh, and <laughs> one last thing I want to talk about because I mentioned like Puma landing on his feet from the four fifty uh, in his match. Mm -hmm. That when Mundo kicked Phoenix and he flips over. <laughs> and <he landed> on <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little ridiculous. Like, I've never seen somebody get knocked out and stay on their feet. <laughs> that was a little ridiculous, but because it's Phoenix, it kind of part works. of me could buy it because yeah, Phoenix yeah. is ridiculous. But yeah, that, that that part was a little ridiculous. But you know, <laughs> it's fucking Lucha Underground. Ridiculous generally works nine times out of ten. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, where can the good people of the internet find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Amen2, please. And you can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter at Inspire Pro Wrestling. All right. You can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Also, stay tuned to uh, At Mayhem Show every Wednesday night when Lucha Underground's on. I live tweet it. I couldn't this week because I was seeing a play. But uh, next week, I will be back and definitely live tweeting Ultima Lucha spoilers. So, if you cannot watch it when I watch it, which is around the West Coast feed time, don't go on Twitter. <laughs> I will be spoiling the first third of the show. I will guarantee you all of this. <laughs> I will send out massive spoiler warnings beforehand. <laughs> there will be spoilers. There will be blood. It will be vicious. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Midweek War! Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.